I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Happy Mama Movement podcast. I'm Amy Taylor-Kabaz. I would like to start by acknowledging the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation on which this podcast is recorded as the traditional custodians of this land and pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. And as this podcast is dedicated to the wisdom and knowledge of motherhood, I would like to acknowledge the mothers of this land, the elders, their wisdom, their knowing and my own elders and teachers. Welcome back, everyone. On the 22nd of July, 2014, I registered my very first website, wanting to start sharing my story, my research and insights into motherhood, which means it has now been nine years of creating content and for most of that time, creating podcasts, both in this podcast and a previous incarnation, sharing stories of motherhood and matrescence from all over the globe. And so I think we often don't pause and celebrate enough in our current culture. And I also know that we have so much knowledge hidden in the archives of this podcast. And so in recognition of that, the team and I are going to be bringing you some micro matrescence moments over the next few weeks, highlights and insights from some of our episodes that you can listen to. And if you want to go deeper, pop into the show notes and see which episode to go back to and listen. Thank you for being here, perhaps for the last nine years or just for the last few minutes. This is how we change the way we support mothers. Today, I am bringing you a conversation with a dad and a husband who is committed to showing up differently in his family and supporting the massive transformation that his wife has gone through in the last few years as she has come out of early motherhood and asked, what am I here for? I followed Damien on Instagram and when I read his words and saw what he was trying to do, which is change the conversation around what it means to support your partner and be a great father, I knew I needed to bring him on here for all of you. So tell me about that. When that first conversation started to come up about the stereotypical relationship that you had or, and the roles that you had almost inherited, was it hard to admit that there was that assumption? Oh, absolutely it was. Like, you know, we've been t- 
together, you know, 17 years and we've got four beautiful children. But, you know, our journey really took a detour when Danielle wanted to start her own business. Um, I overheard Danielle talking to someone um, about her needing three or four days to come up uh, with a conversation piece that would um, allow her to be comfortable in talking to me about her wanting to go back and study and, and, and start a career. Uh, and it almost broke my heart to think that, you know, the, the, the woman that I love, the person whom I married, the person who I've got children with, um, didn't feel that she could come and talk to me about her wanting a career um, out of fear of my reaction, you know. And, and, and I just remember when she did talk to me about that, I did, I, I, it was like five things. And, and, and it was almost like, you want to do what? That was the first one how will this affect me, Mr. Selfish? You know, dinner's at 6.30. Who's going to do the shopping? Who's going to do the washing? Who's going to do the house? How will this affect the family? Um, you know, I'm the provider. The kids need you. And then the last one was, well, what about my weekends? And that was another sort of selfish um, um, thing. So, and I remember Danielle saying that um, she, uh, she, she didn't think that she had anything to give this world other than being a wife and a mum. Um, and that there had to be more than this and that she thought she was selfish for wanting more. Now, that um, it took me years to understand um, the pain behind that statement. Um, and, I, and, you know, I had two choices. You know, I could dig my heels in and revert to those conventional roles that we were brought up with, um, or I could stand behind her and become her biggest supporter. When, when Danielle initially started studying uh, and... Um, and, and then started working and started mixing with the circle that she mixed with. I, I saw a change in her that uh, I, I, that was amazing. It, it was almost like that there, there, there was an inner entrepreneur that had been there the whole time. Um, and it was really exciting to watch her growth. Um, and so that made me then go back to that list and, and look at, I suppose, the selfishness behind that list. And, and I said to someone the other week, I said, you know, I'm not going to apologise for... Um, the way I initially reacted because that was my upbringing. But once I recognised that, um, it was my opportunity to change and change the trajectory, not only of myself, but all of my son. I've got a, a son and, and three daughters um, and, and they're, they're thinking as well. Um, so, you know, I, I decided back then, you know, I wanted to stand beside her and, and, and I started thinking, well, you know, what about all the, the guys that I know that go to the pub every Friday night? And then their action might be, well, you want me to look after the kids on a Friday night? It's it's pub night with my mates. And so my my conversation with someone you know the other week was, well, why don't you go to the pub every second week? Why does it need to be every week? You know. And so that straight away gives one night a week that their partner can go off and do something, whether it be something for personal growth or just to have some personal space or you know. But also more importantly, um, it's a chance for for the guys to to bond with their children um like never before uh you know, get, get out of the work, know that on a Friday night or a Saturday night or a Thursday night or whatever, that it's their chance to have the kids um, and, and, you know, make it memorable, make it special. And, and, and my, my relationship with my children um, has never been better than what it was now that I sort of stepped up and started, you know, being a father again. I talk a lot about in matrescence, this transformation a woman goes through when she becomes a mother, that we often have to really redefine our identity like our core identity shifts so much and I wonder if this is not the same thing that happens with men in the sense of 
their boss might be okay with them staying home and working on the computer because one of their kids is sick, but they don't almost want to be seen as that person. They struggle with that identity shift. Yeah, and, and look, and you're right there too, but that could also be, um, you know, the hole that broke the dam as well, that, um, that everyone else is sitting back waiting for someone else who might be influential to do the same thing. Um, and it just opens the floodgates and all of a sudden we've got a heap of blokes that are, are, are pretty cool with staying home looking after the kids or even asking um, uh, um, um, for permission to do that. And that's why I love what you're doing. That's why I wanted you on the podcast because when I saw what you were doing, I thought, oh, these are the conversations we should be having with the men as well as the women. So my working week, you know, um, prior to this change, you know, I'd, I'd be on my way home, I'd ring and say I was on my way home and I'd get home and dinner, it would be at home and that was all happy and the kids would be fed by 6.30 and that was my, you know, uh, I suppose my subconscious want. Now, it doesn't matter how late I'm working, I know I'm going to go to the supermarket on my way home. I'm going to ring and say, hey, what do you want for dinner? And nine times out of 10, I'll come home and I'll actually cook while Danielle's on the computer um, and, and get the kids tea. So I know I'm going to do that. So I don't have any issues or reservations about doing that. Therefore, that's a non-issue. Um, whereas, you know, a lot of people I know, especially friends of mine, uh, are like, well, what do you mean you get dinner on the way home? What, why isn't it there ready for you when you get home? And then it's, I'm at pains to explain why I do that. But I think it, most of the time it's an unconscious programming, isn't it? I know that within my own relationship, it's, it's just this questioning of the status quo that we seem to fall back into without, he would never have wanted to do that. This isn't what we thought our lives would look like, but just survival. We end up falling back into these old patterns. And that's what we need to question. Why does it have to be that way? Why can't mm. you do that way? Yes. Yeah. And, and so I, I think from my point of view, if, if, if anyone else had known Danielle as long as I did and saw her growth game um, over the last couple of years, then you would have no issue um, trying anything you could um, to keep her going on that trajectory and sitting back and being proud of her. I've, I've got no issues now, um, you know, spending the weekend with the kids at home while she works, if she has to work. There's no, in fact, I look forward to it. And I look forward also to, from a relationship point of view, of giving her that space. Um, and that space could be her going out for a massage. That space could be her going to the local um, uh, co-sharing co work um, 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 joint to, to to work for a couple of hours or work for the day, um, you know, but it's really important that she has that space as well to, to create what she wants. And which brings me to one of the posts that you shared, which I just loved and I'm going to read for everyone uh, to hear. You know she doesn't need you, right? But she wants you and that's way more electrifying. Male evolution is on the right path when you're excited at the realisation that she doesn't actually need anyone on this journey, but she chooses you. Do the things that make her choose you, then celebrate the fuck out of that choice. Evolve with her, match her growth, wake up every day to her glorious newfound independence, trust her, trust the journey. Wow. That... Yep. That is, that is, as you've described it, the male evolution. This isn't about women. Or it's not about us needing or not needing. It's just this choice because you're there to make each other the best you possibly can be. Yeah. So I had this 
I, I suppose this epiphany and, and if I look back at when we were first together um, and I was in corporate and, and, you know, Danielle needed me for, uh, uh, I suppose, a wage and income while she was finding her feet. She needed me to be able to afford a house, um, you know, and, and, and that's not, um, I suppose, denigrating or degrading her in any way, but that was our situation, whereas I was, I was the breadwinner. Um, and, um, but watching her grow over the last few years, she doesn't need me anymore but she chooses to be with me and that is one of the most electrifying feelings I've ever had in my life that she's now on her two feet she's earning her own income um, and I'm matching her growth game therefore our relationship is the best it has been in, se- in over 17 years um, it's incumbent on you to you know discuss both your desires and your wants and your goals and therefore you're both in the same frame of mind but you need to be really, really open about it. Um, you know, it's, it's not going to work. And this might be a new business venture and I'm, and I'm sort of relating this to Danielle, but it's not going to work if she's not supported to work it. Um, you know, I, I know guys who have actively, actively sabotaged um, a, a journey um, just to keep it back to the way it was comfortable for them. You know, but I think it's just, it's really important that you've got to discuss what you want to do and where you want to be. And, um, and, and, you know, there's got to be um, your guy or your partner is open to change and open to see, you know, what the possibilities are. Thank you for being a part of this movement and for listening to these amazing insights and stories of matrescence from mothers and experts around the world. Please know that you can be a part of this revolution by being a part of our Mama Rising Coaching Certification, which is open now and we start in September. Find out all the details by going to mamarising.net. And thank you again for being here. See you next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.